Welcome to the My Creative Days podcast, where we will talk about all things DIY, home decor, decorating tips, and creating a beautiful home on a budget. I am hoping our time together will spark a creative idea, help you plan your next DIY, or inspire you to finally tackle that project you keep putting off. Grab your favorite cup of motivation and let's chat. Welcome back to the podcast. I'm so glad you're here. Trying to get situated here. I always think I'm situated when I start this and then I'm not. I'm not situated. I need a deeper desk, I think, because the microphone takes up too much space. Today, I wanted to do a quick podcast for uh, a question that I get asked often, often, um, and it doesn't, it's just kind of a reference, just kind of a reference podcast that'll kind of help you with um, sandpaper. So on your like furniture pieces. So sandpaper you need, um, I do have my favorite sanders uh, and I can leave a link for those in the show notes. Um, because I get that question a lot. Uh, Forever, when I started, I had an orbital sander. That's just what I used. Um, There is one that I like above the others, and believe me, we've had many. Um, So I I used an orbital sander, and then I got the serve prep sander, and that thing is a game changer. It is definitely an investment. It is, I do have a coupon code that will help you on your order. So it's something that you could definitely put on your like Christmas list or <laughs> or like put if, if you're selling your flips, um, you know, put aside a little bit of money every time you sell something and then and definitely get it. I would highly recommend it um, for new new flippers, uh, flippers that have been doing it for a long time. Um, it, it's a game changer. I still do use my orbital sander for certain projects. We're doing um, tons of DIY projects. So um, you know, the orbital sander is out all the time. But I get asked a lot about sandpaper and what grit sandpaper should I buy? And, um, you know, when do I sand? How often do I sand? You know, all the things. Number one, I'm going to start off by saying, and I've said this before, you need, if you are painting a furniture piece, you need to scuff sand your furniture piece, no matter what your, your can of paint tells you. So um, if you're painting a piece of furniture, a scuff sand, even if you're if the paint that you're using says you don't even need to sand, you don't even need to prep, um, you do. You need to scuff, scuff sand. You're just going to get a better outcome. Your primer, your paint, and everything is just going to adhere better to the piece. So there's number one. Now, when you're buying sandpaper, no matter what um, sander you have, an orbital, it maybe you like to use a mouse sander, maybe you've just got a, uh, oh, like a square sander, maybe you've got the surf prep, whatever, there's different sanding like grits that you need to have. And you, it's not a one size fit, fits all. So you definitely need an a range of sandpaper on hand when you're doing furniture projects. And I'm going to go through what the different like grits do and when you should use them. So hopefully I'm trying to make this this podcast like a short, easy one so that you have this information. You can refer back to this um, when you're working on a project and kind of know what you need and, and what you need to stock up on. So first of all, the lower the grit number of your sandpaper, the coarser, coarser, can we make that a word? I don't know if that is a word. Uh, the sandpaper is and the more it's going to tear up your piece. So <laughs> think of sandpaper, the higher the number, the um, better the finish. Think that the higher the number, the better the finish. The lower n- the number, um, the 
the finish isn't going to be as nice. And but yet you need the low number too. So you what I'm trying to say is the the coarse, you know, grit sandpaper, the lower number, you're going to use that on certain projects. But if you're you're finishing a piece and want to get like the final piece done, your grit is going to be so much higher. Okay. Uh, so just remember that. Keep that in mind. When I first started out, I'm like, wait a minute, which one, which way does it go? The higher the grit number, the better the outcome. Like the finish, that's your result. That's like the 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 end result. The the lower the number, that's really coarse, and that's not going to give you like that finished look. So sandpaper, you know, sixty to eighty, and I'm going to caution you and say eighty. <laughs> You can go 60 and we definitely have it on hand for certain projects, but usually with a piece of furniture, um, an 80 is where you can start. Now, this is a coarse sandpaper. So when I am trying to, you know, get off, uh, what do I want to say, like scratches or just um, even out like the wood on the top of a piece, um, maybe I want to get through some layers of whatever the piece you know has on it. If it's a stain uh, and paint, whatever, I'm going to use an 80 to get through those layers to see what the 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 um, wood underneath looks like. Um, you know, an 80 you may if you have a stubborn like a stain or um, you know maybe you have a water stain or a ring of something. You know, 80 is what you're going to grab. You definitely do not want to use an 80 on anything that is not real wood. Because it's it's just, it's just going to ruin it. And with that being said, uh, you know a sixty, you know an orbital orbital sander, they're strong. And like I said, we've used so many. And the one that I really like, um, there's a couple that I don't like at all. Like I would never recommend them to anybody because they are so powerful and you just can't control them. That if you do have these coarse, more coarse sandpaper discs on them, you're going to ruin whatever you're sanding. So. Um, when I say don't use, you know, the 60 to the 80 on non-wood pieces, be very cautious depending on the sander you're using um, when you're using them on real wood as well. Because a 60 grit sand sandpaper, especially with some of those stronger orbital sanders, will ruin your piece like crazy. Um, I, I don't feel like I have that ever with the serve prep sander because it's just, you, you can, you know, you can... Um, what I want to say, lower and I want to say upper, and that's not the right words, increase the, the rate at which it goes. There's just, you have so much more control on it. It's just not that that sander. Like, I never worry about it because I have more control with that serve prep, but if you're using an orbital, which I used for years, I would tell any beginner, that's the one to grab. Um, you just, I would, I would ruin, you know, it, furniture, quickly if I had a 60 grit on there um, if, if the orbital sander went too fast. So definitely a 60 to 80 you need. If you had to choose one, it's 80, 80, 80, 80. That's not going to rip through something as much as a 60 will. Um, and it's some, it, depending on what you're doing, an 80 is where you, you could scuff sand, you know, depending on, you know, it's not a one size fits all, just depending on the finish that the, the piece has. Um, you could definitely use, I just used yesterday before recording this podcast, um, an 80 to scuff sand a dresser. And so um, it's definitely a very used grit sandpaper. 60 can get a little rough, but there are those pieces that you get um, that uh, that it needs it. And and Matt, you know, my hands are small. And so I'm, I can use an orbital sander just fine. But I feel like, 
you know, Matt's got more strength in his hands and his hands are bigger than a 60 with an orbital. But even him, he's like, uh, no, he'll put like a 60 on a piece if we've got like a tough stain or varnish or something to get through. And like instantly he's like, nope, this is just going to shred it. Like it's just going to take, you know, not do well. So um, you just got to be very careful. And with a 60 to 80, it's it's going to it's going to kind of rough up the piece. It's going to kind of, it's not going to give it a real smooth finish, if that makes sense. Okay, let's move on. So now we're going to go from coarse to extra fine. So now we're like in the middle of the road, like a medium grit, 100 to 150. And anywhere in there, so 100, 120, 150, I kind of use all of those interchangeably kind of like I just need a step up from the 80 but yet I'm not really needing a fine like really smooth out of like finishing sandpaper so um I definitely use these a lot um and it's the the 100 to 120s 150s it's really good for um you know, like if you've got a raw wood piece, it's a good one to start with to kind of smooth out the piece before you would add a stain or a primer or, you know, whatever you're doing to it. Um, it's kind of your middle of the road, kind of like your all purpose uh, sandpaper. Uh, so definitely have those on hand, those different um, 100, 120, 150. The next course or the next level is like a fine sandpaper so like 180 200 220 those are your fine uh that's like your fine grit sandpaper um and so this is a good one so if you are prepping a, a, a you know you're gonna scuff sand a piece you're kind of prepping it for paint primer or whatever you use the 80 and you kind of got through the layer of the varnish um, and then you, you know, used a 120 to just kind of smooth out what that 80 kind of roughed up. And then, you know, a 180, a 200, 220 is good to just go over it um, before you apply a primer or a paint um, or your stain, whatever you're, whatever you're putting on it, uh, just to kind of smooth it out and give it a good base to kind of put those on, uh, to put that, that, uh, what do I want to say? you know, the, the paint, whatever on. One thing to remember is, you know, like an, a 60 to an 80 grit uh, sandpaper, those, if I'm using those, like I've got a piece to go through, I'm going to fly through those, meaning those are going to get used up faster, if that makes sense, because they're doing the most work, right? You're trying to get through a stain. You're trying to get through layers of paint. You're trying to get down to the raw wood. Think of it that way. So those are going to take you know, it's like you'll be using them and it's, you know, you'll just like this have to be changing sandpaper. So you definitely go through those faster because they're doing the hard, the hard work. When you get up to like the 150s, 180s, 220s, it's kind of like you're, you're just smoothing out the piece. So I feel like those sandpapers, even up to the extra fine that we're getting to the 320s, the 280s, those, um, you they last longer right like you can use them on multiple projects because you don't use them for long you're just smoothing out a piece right they're not like going through layers and layers where the the grit of like a 60 to 80 is going to get worn down a lot faster i hope that makes sense um so just think like you're from like 120 150s up to like 320 
those are gonna those are gonna be you know you can use them over and over again through a few projects um which is a, which is a good thing to remember you're 60 to 80 though like you're gonna need a lot of those on hand because and like i said mostly 80 <laughs> because they're doing that hard work and they get worn down and worn out very easily so okay we're gonna go to extra fine which is anywhere from 250 to 320 uh, this is what you're going to use between coats of paint. Uh, this is just going to give you that flawless, smooth finish. Um, if you're brushing pieces, maybe you've got a few brush strokes that you just kind of um, need to kind of, you know, get down, but yet you're not trying to like get down through the paint, right? You just kind of need to smooth out some surface, some the surface. Um, anything 280 to 320. And, uh, you know, start with a 320 and, and see, and then work your way down. It's kind of like any of these grits. Always start with where you think, and then you can always, you know, you're going to have all of these on hand. So I will tell you, even now, after 20 years of doing this, there's many times I'm like, oh, I definitely need an 80 here. And then I'll get it on there, and it's it's not even cutting through it, so I have to go to a 60. Or it's going through it too fast and not doing what I want it to do so that I bump it up to a 100. So definitely, you know, you'll be interchanging these and, and you know, start... What do I want to say? Start less coarse in the beginning because you don't want to ruin something. Um, and then you can always work your way down. Uh, but um, that 280 to 320, you're going to use that between coats of paint. Um, like I said, maybe you need to you know erase a few brush strokes before you put a top coat on. Um, it's just going to give you that smooth, smooth finish uh, when you're kind of done with the project and you need, you're need you going to now apply some kind of finishing. If, you, if, if, if it's a top coat, if it's a glaze, if it's wax, whatever you're using, um, that's when you will use that extra fine, uh, fine sandpaper. So I definitely, I keep, I have a wood box that I picked up at a garage sale or something and it kind of lines up all of my sandpapers um, in order. And then I definitely, I have like a separate container. You could do anything, Ziploc bags, whatever, whatever's easiest for you. For those sanding, you know, when you're, you're in between uh, grits and, you know, you have to keep changing them, but yet there's still some good sanding. Um, you know, you could still use the sand, the, the paper, the sandpaper on other projects. So I kind of save those to the side while I'm sanding as if I get through a sand, a piece of sandpaper that I know is not going to be used again, like it's done. I kind of throw that down on the driveway. So I know that's my garbage pile. Like those are not going to be used again. Um, you kind of get in a routine of that because the worst thing is when you go to start a project and you have somehow picked up all of the sandpaper that's really not good anymore, right? Like the grit that you need, it's all worn down. And then you you find out that you're out of 80 or you're out of 100, whatever, because um, you just didn't notice that, that it was out and you kept picking up the ones that should have been thrown out. So definitely get in that habit of doing that, um, you know, and like I said, some, some of the grits you're going to be able to use more and more and more than the others. Um, and there's been many times when I've gone back and forth and I'll have some on the ground as I'm working and then I'm just picking up, you know, trying to find a little bit of some sandpaper that's that's still good on a on a on a piece of sandpaper that I can still use. So uh, but yeah, so this was a question that I do get asked a lot. Why, you know, what do I need to use? What do I need to have on hand? What should I buy? When do I use what? So I hope this was helpful. Um uh, you can refer refer back to this. I will definitely put my favorite sanders inside the show notes so you can check them out. Uh, but if you have any more questions about this, please let me know. Lindsay at mycreativedays.com. 
you can message me uh, on Instagram at my creative days. Uh, and as like always, if you have a, a question like this or a um, something you would like me to talk about or discuss or um, anything like that, please email me. Please reach out to me on um, on Instagram. You will it'll be anonymous. I, I don't need to share your name, but um, the thing these questions and things these are the that's what I'm looking for. I want to make sure that I am we are producing the podcast with things that are helpful and useful to you. So that's the most important thing. So. Okay, go get your sand sandpaper, um, share your projects, tag me on Instagram, and I will talk to you guys really soon. Hello, friends. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast. I'm grateful that you tune in every week and that you share the show with your family and friends. I love having creative chit chats with you, and my hope is that this podcast will inspire you to try a new project, start a DIY that you've been putting off, and decorate your home exactly how you want it. There are a few ways you can help us with the podcast. Follow the podcast so you don't miss an episode. And if you could take a few minutes to leave the podcast a review, that would help us so, so much. Again, thank you for being here. And I look forward to our chat next week. Bye-bye.